welcome to the Sunny and G podcast. February 1st, new month, but the Canucks are still first in the league. Still first in the league. Every month. <laughs> I keep thinking that happened. We thought it was going to be in December. Yeah. Which is like known to be a bad month for Canucks. In January, somehow we pulled through. And in February, here it is. And we get a beautiful all-star break. And in that break, everybody gets to kind of take it in, man. All these teams around the U.S. are going to have to take it in right now. Anybody that's watching the all-star thing, I think came in the back of their head. That <laughs> who is the number one team all the way from Vancouver. <laughs> I mean, that's crazy, dude. 71 points, first in the league. We're tied with Boston right now, which is, you know, Boston's ever a, a good team to see up there personally. But, you know, the fact we're this deep into the season, we're still first in the league. It's impressive. Obviously, the Canucks management team is, uh, what do you call it, definitely happy with what's going on, considering we just pulled off a huge trade for Lindholm. Trade and got uh, the GM re-signed. Yeah, we got the other guy. Rutherford got his extension. Yeah. The GM got his. Obviously, Talkie just got signed last year, so he's probably not due for any time soon, yeah. right? But, all, uh, you know, he's an all-star. He's an all-star coach, at least at the end of the day, so he's got something on there. Alvin might even win GM of the year or whatever uh, awards they give out for that. For right? All the guys they brought in the offseason have been huge, like Bluger, all these guys. Now they got to re-sign him, of course, too, because – but that's something we can talk about later in the later in the season here when it gets closer, too. But what do you think of the trade for the Canucks? Lies Lindholm, do you think it was an overpay or what? I think for a player like that, that's honestly what you'd have to give up. You'd have to give up somebody good, some up and coming, and then obviously there's going to be a draft pick out of that guy. Yeah. Especially yeah. a team like Calgary who's in that phase of shipping out players and looking at a rebuild, they needed the picks coming back to them. So for me, I know this might sound like a cop-out answer, but I think it's going to depend on what we do in the playoffs. Yeah. Right? If we lose out in the first round huge overpay yeah. if we lose in the second round for example and we win the first playoff round then you kind of be like you know what we end up winning the first playoff round we haven't done this in vancouver in a live crowd in like 10 years at least yeah. and then if we make it past the second round and go to the third round you're i think at that point you'd say it'd be worth it too if we get to the finals or win the finals or something like that obviously it might have been underpay at that point yeah. Yeah, right that's, that's probably the like like we could go to the playoffs and we could do well in the playoffs. Yeah. He could do bad. Yeah. Which is like, like I'm hoping he has a great season. Obviously it really helps us stay number one or at least top three. Mm -hmm. But I kind of hope in the playoffs, like he isn't as good. And we have a couple of the other guys shine. Cause if we do want this guy back again, yeah, we got to think about, he's going to be a free agent too. Right? Yeah. And he's going to be 30 in December. So we've already signed a bunch of guys like Miller that's and all their contracts too. Right. The issue is, Guy hits into his 30s. Yeah. We do do that over pain. So right now it's like, I hope he has a really good season. Playoffs are decent, but not too well for him. I hope still, I'm still obviously rooting for Cucks to win the Stanley Cup. But like, if we're winning the Stanley Cup, I'd rather have him do well. But if we're at a point where like, you know, he doesn't do as well, we come out the second, yeah, third round. Yeah. Yeah. Then I wouldn't mind, you know, picking this guy up again if he does have a really good season and finish. Cause what he got like, Almost like 40 points himself. No, he's at 32 points in 32. 47 games. So he's averaging, yeah, if you average it out to 81 games, 55 points in a season. 55. So it's just kind of low for a, a center, right? But, I mean, the other thing is he's going from a team from Calgary where I think he was the first-line center yeah. to a team with the Canucks where he doesn't have to be the first-line center, yeah. right? He's going to play a guy like Pedersen, most likely, and Mikheyev. Yeah. And then you got Besser, Miller, and... Uh, 
maybe Oglander, depending on who they want on that first line. Pia Saturn is probably going to be another guy in there too. The third line is going to be untouched, right? With those three. And then the fourth line, you can kind of be able to get away with that a little bit because the first three lines are good. Yeah. Now, obviously, they gave up a lot, I think, for sure. Like, the Hunter guy's an up-and-coming good defenseman, but he's more offensively inclined and a little undersized. So maybe the the Johnny Jermbo guy is just a literal shot in the dark. I think you just, like, threw him in for the hell of it. Right? The first rounder is late in the first round, so it's not as big a loss if you're, you know, giving up a a potential pick between, like, 10, like, you know, if you're barely trying to make the playoffs. Yeah. That pick's around 16, right? Yeah. And then Kuzmenko, I feel the shitty thing about Kuzmenko is he killed it for us last year. But he hasn't done the same under, uh, what do you call it, Tockett style of play compared to what he was doing with Bruce Boudreaux where you could go up and down the ice. Defense wasn't as much of a priority for him. And I think that's the big difference with Lindholm is that he's going to be able to bring you... He's not like the greatest defensive player in the world, but he's a good defensive player. He's going to be able to play center, which is a huge need. And let's say something were to happen to one of our bottom six centers... You could potentially move him to a third center role, right? And then you've still got a fourth-line center because come playoff times, there's always injuries. Guys get hurt, offense, defense, right? So I think it, like as far as a fit goes and the type of player we needed, he was the perfect type of player. Do I think they overpaid? I think they did. But if they can somehow get, you know, win a Stanley Cup, let's say, you know, that's a pipe dream in Canuck land here, but... Let's say by some miracle we end up winning the cup, right? Then you're like, hell no, it's an overpay. But you lose in the first round. Yeah. That's a lot to give up uh, for a rental, right? Yeah. So I'm, I'm, you know what? I'm, but I think overall, like because of the fits works, it's not like some random winger or someone that doesn't quite fit the team, right? So I'm excited. They said they might, you know, be looking for other defensemen and other wingers too, or lower centers, right? So like another defenseman to add in there. I think they honestly, and but the problem is they, every team is looking for a right-handed defenseman who can play in your top four obviously the top like the number one two defenseman types no team's really going to be willing to give up unless the guy's like a free agent who may not resign with the team kind of vibe right but even finding guys who are like number two pairing defensemen your third and fourth defenseman people don't want to give those guys up either man they're yeah. good defense especially if you have good contracts on these guys too True. so if the canucks can somehow find a second pairing because you're a right-handed defenseman. Because your first line, you got Heronic and Hughes. Yep. Your second line is probably going to be, you know, Ian Cole or maybe Susie if he can stay healthy and come back kind of thing. Susie or what? And then whoever's your third line pairing is probably going to be Susie or Cole with possibly Myers. And then Zadorov's your seventh defenseman yep. now, right? Yep. And then you still have the Yulson guys, your number eight. Now you've got some real solid depth. Otherwise, I feel like those kind of guys are one yeah. step up too much from where they should be playing. But those, if you thought this was an overpay, yeah. trying to find a top four right-handed defenseman is going to be just as much of an overpay, yeah. if not more, man. Yeah, so I think that's why probably it's a good move for them to go for a guy like this. Yeah. Because now the defensive side, you can kind of look at it and be like, do we really need to make that push right now? Because mm-hmm. defensively, like our point differential is fucking ridiculous. It is. So at least defensively, we haven't been letting teams just go ape shit on us. Yeah. But offensively, we've been kind of scoring at a pace that's like unheard of in Vancouver. Well, that's like, dude, we're first in the league in goal scoring right now, right? So everybody's kind of waiting for the other shoe to drop. And you know what? You're going to have to find ways to win uh, playoff games multiple different ways, right? Guys get hurt. You know, you're playing different style of matchup too, right? Which matters. Some teams are more physical. Some teams have more speed. Yeah. Depending on, you know, some guys do well, some guys don't. So 
it's a long like dude it's two months we saw it when the canucks last made the run all the injuries that we had along the way too and we made it to the finals the other teams who had injuries and unfortunately it worked against them earlier rounds too right um but yeah i mean the fact that we're having this conversation is something i'm really happy about that we're you know talking about potential uh deadline additions canucks are in playoff conversation so our conversations on nhl was like scars i don't i don't think we were, i don't think we really talk like other than like hey it's the canucks are still alive yeah. and you know there's a trade deadline coming up maybe they'll do something yeah. but then you know they had the talk at higher later and then finally things started to pick up after that so uh looks like you know the end of last year wasn't quite as big of a fluke as what we thought it was going to be but um i think that's pretty uh pretty much done for the connects portion of the sunny and g podcast uh we'll be back <laughs>